0: Hey, I'm Michaela.
1: And I'm Kayla.
0: And we are the Manicami Dream Girls.
1: And today we're going to be talking about uh, kind of like reality television through a Marxist lens, uh, an analysis on reality TV, like uh, competition shows.
0: Yeah, specifically competition shows. Um, but before we get into it, It's been a minute, so I just wanted to apologize, kind of, and explain myself a little. Um, I just fell ill with, like, many ailments over and over and over again, and it, like, never stopped. (laughs) So we're finally back to a good place. Like, a consistent schedule can be brought back, a Sunday release, so... Thank you for welcoming back, well, yep, welcoming me back with open arms. I yeah, appreciate it.
1: We've been a bit of the absentee parents, as Michaela mentioned. <laughs> when we yeah, were talking we did
0: abandon y'all in the night, just gone forever.
1: But we, we're coming back and we don't plan on any extended absences anytime soon. Again.
0: I won't leave you again, baby, I <laughs> promise.
1: <laughs> we're sticking around. We're the parents that stay. <laughs> yes
0: devoted. sometimes who knows no i'm just well, kidding
1: <laughs> I, I don't know i'm pretty devoted to my kid, alright. yeah you don't have any kids so remains uh-huh. you have kitties
0: that's not the same you know but i'm devoted to them i wouldn't like kick them out
1: you know what honestly that's in a way pets can be not harder than kids not harder than kids but, like, no. a life, their entire lifetime challenge, because they only develop up to a certain point, and then they stop, oh, and yeah. then they're that way first. Yeah. So, like, that dog, if it it's going to chew on your couch forever, it's going to, like, yeah. do all of this stuff forever. So, <laughs> at least kids, like, <laughs> develop out of it, but, um, yeah, I guess you don't have to change dog diapers and
0: shit, so that's... True. I mean, there's a big communication barrier. I was going to say something like, um, like you can't communicate well with a cat, but, like, there are some children that are nonverbal. So, like, yeah. there's still a communication barrier there, and it's even more difficult because you're trying to care for, like, a disabled child. We're really getting off topic already. Yeah, right. a cat but, and a cat you know. can't
1: punch you in the face. Anyway.
0: No, so. true. And a cat can't go, hey, mom, shut up. <laughs> <So>. Oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> but I, and a ca- but uh, on the flip side, a
0: cat can't. Say bing bong fuck your life <laughs> Oh you have to send me a clip of her saying that I would so edit it in right here. <laughs> it's so
1: cute. I was trying to get it for you guys, but uh she kept telling me no. She was like now. I'm like, all right, <laughs> you're the boss. All right. Anyway, so back to the topic. We we're already way off. Um, <laughs> Um, so what I am a consumer of cooking competition shows. I I like me a good Gordon Ramsay, uh, a a good uh, British baking show. Um, and so I was watching the newest Gordon Ramsay cooking show, which is called Next Level Chef. And it's like, it's um, there's three levels of this like set that they're on. And the top level is, like, the best kitchen with, like, the best equipment, like, top of the line. And then it's, like, the middle level, which is, like, mid-grade. And then the bottom, which is, like, like shitty, qual- like shitty quality. You don't have all of your equipment. And it's just, like, kind yeah. of, like, what you would find in, like like, a dive bar kitchen type or, like, a, yeah, you know. So it's, like, a competition show that way. And then, like, someone gets eliminated every week. And it was just, mm-hmm. like, at the end of one of the episodes I was watching, and people get so, like, distraught and upset when, um, yeah. when they're eliminated. And I'm thinking it's because a lot of the time, like, the ability for these people to follow their passion or even just to support themselves um, and their families is, like, dependent on this, yeah. this prize money that they're promised oh, yeah. if if they win oh, the competition. Yeah. And it's just like could these reality T V shows even like exist? Or um, in this capacity, mm-hmm. like the way that they exist now, mm-hmm. would people be willing to participate in a lot of them if it weren't for the 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 poor material conditions, which is poverty that yeah. it, that um, is perpetuated by a system like capitalism.
0: Honestly, like I was thinking about this very personally when I was writing my outline and I was thinking like, well, I would definitely be in reality TV show now and not make any money off of it. But the only kind I would be in would be like, uh, the very like nostalgic, like Nickelodeon slime reality TV shows with your family. Like that was fun. fun. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Cooking reality TV. I love to cook, but I would rather die than like be in such a high stress situation where you have like 30 minutes to cook a full meal and you don't know what it kind of meal. You have no direction, and you're co- competing. and competing. No, I couldn't do it. It's Absolutely like not.
1: In the last episode of the show that I watched, dude literally cut off like the end of his thumb. And ha- was, like, bleeding all over the place. And he's like, just wrap it up and put the glove back on. And people are supposed to no. see that and think, like, wow, how, like, that's that's so courageous and, and awesome. That person really has But And it's like, no, that's fucked up. That's desperation. Yeah, That's desperation yep. is what that is. And it's like. And, oh,
0: my God. Yeah. It's, like, sinister when you really think about it. Because people do sit at home and consume it like, wow, what a what a person who commits and it's mm-hmm. like a person who commits to the fact that they're going to lose $10,000 if they don't win this and that's everything to them. And yeah. like some of these people take off work. They have to find somebody to like accommodate their schedule while they go film for this TV show. Or so they if they, to, they do lose, their it's fucked. Like Literally. they have to quit their jobs yeah.
1: entirely or like um, yeah. miss out going to school. Like uh, if they're mm-hmm. in like college or something. The whole desperation of it—it's—it's gotten to a point. Cause like right now I'm rewatching, <laughs> Amazing Race, and it seemed like because that that the first uh, episode of that season came out in 2001, so like more mm-hmm. than 20 years ago now, and yeah. it seemed like whew, the tone of the competition was different for the competitors because it was, like, what they... It was, like, an experience. Like, a lot of them were there for the experience because they got to travel around the world. And a lot of them were, like, I want to win for, like, the pride of winning or, like, to see that I did it more so than, like, really needing the money. And it seems like like competition shows in the United States are... So much around, like, the desperation for, like, Mm -hmm. I need this money to, like, survive. Or I need this to even be able to have the chance of following my passion. Yeah. And it's just, like, it's just wild to me how a system that perpetuates that desperation also profits off of it endlessly.
0: Mm -hmm. Oh. In every way. Yes.
1: (laughs) because like you
0: can't escape it
1: well because it's also like these competitors who are participating Mm -hmm. on this show are providing entertainment to people and they're providing these television networks sorry they're providing these television networks with like so much money in income from like advertisements and like viewers and the more viewers you get Mm -hmm. the more advertisers you get the more money you make and the I'm longer sure the that, show goes on, exactly. And yeah. I'm sure that the prize money that they're even putting out is like a minuscule fraction,
0: chump change, yeah, of that
1: income that they're that's. The well, network and like not
0: getting. even to mention, it's taxed. So yeah. if they're getting ten thousand dollars, it's like it's actual chump change even after the payout happens. I'm yeah. like, that sucks.
1: And then the competitors who are helping this network profit because are are only on this show because they're desperate, um yep. are now go home with nothing. Like if they if they're eliminated. So it's like they just helped this network television show produce this show, have this show and and make money off of it and they don't even get anything. <laughs> it's just like no, wild. No single
0: thing. I was gonna say a lot of times, um, especially with cooking T V shows, there is no um need as the viewer to follow this person outside of this show once they're eliminated they're like gone from your mind yeah so you don't follow them on instagram there's like no capacity from them to grow from this in any way whereas like tv shows like the bachelor A lot of those people just get famous off of being on The Bachelor because they're just so pretty. So people go look them up on Instagram. Mm. Immediate follow, you know, brand deals to follow. They can do basically anything after being on The Bachelor, a lot of these men and women that go on that show. But it's, like, such a difference because, again, like, the cooking shows, you never see them again.
1: Yeah, and I feel like, like, maybe not so much like The Bachelor, but more, like, reality shows, like, like, on MTV, like, Jersey Shore or, like, uh, mm-hmm. The Real World, usually, like, their celebrity was only ever at, like, clubs. Like, this person's gonna make a club appearance. Yeah. Be, be there. Like, so it's not like these people are getting a big break, generally. um, no. Just from being on the show.
0: The thing is, is they're smart once they get rich, and then they, like, invest, and they don't really have to, like, after reality TV, they just have money, like, a lump sum, but that's, like, different from competition reality, where it's, like, you're not signed as, like, an MTV employee, like, you're just there for a few months, or even sometimes, like, a week or a day, like, um, a lot of Food Network competition reality TV shows are, like, Literally, like, a day competition. So you're just there for, like, a Saturday to film or whatever. And so, yeah, you really have no desire to invest in these people outside of the 30-minute episode that you're going to watch that's, by the way, again, filled with, like, 30 minutes of ads. It's like a 60-minute run because there's 30 minutes of ads in the 30-minute show.
1: Yeah, yeah. It seems like now that, like, television, like, any show, like, on a network, uh, like, a cable network is just, like... Oh, like, it's, like, it's sometimes show most of the time ads. Like,
0: <laughs> yes.
1: it's become and now that, horrible. like, the show's, like, the commercial break.
0: <laughs> yeah, and it's, like, TV ads are the worst. It's fucking medication ads. Uh, do you need to sue? Like, you yeah. want to be a part of our class action lawsuit ads? Um, and that's general, really it. Uh, insure your car. <laughs> mm-hmm. Daytime TV ads. Interesting. That's, like, a new, like, reality to enter is the daytime TV ads.
1: I have not, like, had cable um, since I moved out of my parents' house at 18. So (laughs) I've been rocking with uh, the Netflix. I've had, at any point in time, I've had, like, Netflix, Hulu, and, like, Disney. (laughs) So I'm not really seeing very many ads
0: Yeah, like, I don't use cable at all, honestly, but I was a home health aide for, like, a small stint of time. And all old people have cable. And so I saw my fair share of ads in that time because – Sometimes they would just want me to literally sit down and watch TV with them, which for them is, like, the best thing in the world. But I'm sitting there, like, trying not to fall asleep because all the ads.
1: Oh, yeah. And that's – I can't. Like, I, I get so – I have ADHD. And, like, I need to, like, stay in it or else I'm out of it. Like, completely – I'm either totally in it or completely out of it. Um, but, no, what I, another thing I was going to say about the competition shows is that I feel like it perpetuates and, like, almost – kind of, like, I don't know, makes people see and, like, see the competitive attitude with each other as positive, as good, as, like, the thing you're supposed to do. Like, um, doing whatever mm-hmm. it takes to win. You need to show that you want this more than anybody Like, that whole sort of thing where it's just, like, they're kind of encouraged to step on each other. They're, like, encouraged oh, to be cutthroat. They're And it's just... And that's praised as, like, a, mm-hmm. gu- a good thing. You're you're a great competitor. And it's just, like, I don't know. It's, like,
0: icky to me. I don't know if it's just me, but... Have you ever seen any Fear Factor at all?
1: I, I have seen some, but it was, like, more than a decade ago,
0: probably, that... Okay, so Mitchell and I watched it recently. And there's, like, a common theme we realize very quickly is... They, every episode, they cast a few women. Very rarely are there, like, a lot of women casted, but there will be a few. And there's always a woman with fake breasts every time that gets casted. And it is, she gets made the butt of the misogynist joke every time. Like, Joe Rogan and all the cast members will start, like nailing in on her she's stupid she's too like pretty to do this like they'll be mean to her but as the competition goes on if she stays in it's like apparent like they dog on her like that need to be like just cutthroat and treat your competitor like they're trash yeah is so apparent and fear factor because the prize and fear factor is like a million dollars it's the way they pay it out is makes it a scam pretty much, but it's a lot of money, so it's a lot different than the cooking shows in the sense that most of the times they're making like 50k, 100k, a million dollars is like, you know, generational wealth type status, so it's a, and just the misogyny, like, I don't know, I've never seen a competition reality TV show like Fear Factor, that is so dystopian, watching people eat bugs and get buried alive for money, like, it, you feel icky when you watch it as a communist. You're like, this isn't good. This isn't fun.
1: Yeah, that feels a lot like uh, just exploitation. Like, because it's like, what, would these people be doing this for fun? Are they having fun right now? Are they enjoying this? Is this an experience that they're going to look back on fondly? Like,. Generally, I would think,
0: like You know it's torturous because sometimes they'll finish, the competitors, and they'll be like, through God, I was able to do this. Like, that's how you know they were struggling because, like, they're religious people, like, praying to God to get through this competition and win because they need money. Like, that's the only – it's not for, like, fame or clout. Like, these people aren't walking around like, guess what? In 2004, I won Fear Factor. Like, nobody gives a fuck. They needed the money, and that's the only reason they did it.
1: Sometimes I like compare it to like Squid Game in my mind. Like I haven't actually, I haven't, I haven't watched Squid Game, but I, I have haven't seen either. enough. Like people I don't talk know. about it. I
0: have no idea what's know, going on. In I know, I know, like so-
1: everything that goes on in that fucking show. <laughs> I never even had to watch it. Like I just because I watch people analyze it like over and over and over mm. again. And it, um, it, it, the, the, I mean, I got the concept right away. Um, mm-hmm. that that it's like critiquing capitalism but it's like the same thing it's just because everyone says well these people participated willingly they were there because they wanted to be and they could they could have left at any time and it's just it's that whole idea then again of what is coercion then like what is coercion to you um what is Mm -hmm. the difference between consent and coercion because if you're limiting somebody's options on purpose to get them to choose the thing you want them to choose that's coercion. <laughs> if, yes. If and if you're adding negative, a uh, negative stimulus, neg- uh, something bad that could happen to them if they don't choose the way that you want them to choose. That's coercion. Like it's. Yes. That's why it's unethical um, to do any sort of studies or like scientific studies on people in prison, because there's always because there's that, that power disparity. And so mm-hmm. it's always a question of, is this coercion or not? Because, like, yeah. how do you get them to participate in the study? Are you going to pay them if you're not going to pay them? And then it's just like, um, th- there's just always that, because there's that difference in the power dynamic. So it's just, I, I, yeah. I thought that was, like, a interesting. It was an interesting way to illustrate the idea that something can be, quote, unquote, voluntary or a choice but not actually be that
0: it's never actually a choice if like what is on the line is your ability to eat food or like have shelter or clothe yourself just like have the things that you need and want to survive like it's not a choice if that's what you lose if you don't find a way to have money yeah i it's hard i think people genuinely just decide to ignore that or not think about it because it's a really fucking hard pill to swallow when you like it's like such a loss of control when you really like it sinks in that like you have no say like you're gonna have to work until you die or you just don't have the things you need (laughs)
1: People, like, generally, when I was uh, getting my degree, I learned that people don't like the idea of chaos. They don't like the idea that they can't reason with something. They don't like the idea that they're not fully in control, that they don't have entire free will. Um, But it's just naive to believe that your options aren't decided by, by a greater system than yourself oh yeah it's it's naive to believe that your behaviors and and the things that you believe in your core values and, and and all of that is dictated by something outside of yourself by something greater than you or influenced by something outside of yourself and greater than you and i it's like that lack of control that really starts to free people out and then because i i think it also then they can't blame other people so much. They can't Mm -hmm. lay that blame that they want to lay. And that helps them because that's the just world fallacy is they're doing something wrong and they're making that choice and that choice is on them and them only. When that's just not the way, that's not the way of it for
0: anybody. See, but that's so interesting to me though, because like I can still blame somebody for the way I feel. It's the rich people of the world. It's like, there's somebody to blame and it's honestly, it makes so much more sense than like blaming your neighbor, like the other working class people that you know. Like
1: if you think about it logically, do you really think that another person who is living in poverty, struggling to survive is the reason that you're poor? Or do you think that maybe it's the person who has so much fucking money that they were able to blow billions of dollars of it to be in space for 12 minutes? Yep. Yep. What makes exactly. the most sense? It's and it really is. It's like you have to undo a lot of perspective that was built through propaganda through capitalist yeah. propaganda. Um, mm-hmm. again, I'll reiterate that. Propaganda itself is not bad. It just it's, yeah. it's, information that is me- propaganda. Yes. it's it's information that is meant to give you a perspective. And some people do propaganda, which means it's information to give you a perspective um, through lying, through misleading, mm-hmm. because that's the yes. only way that they can get you to empathize or sympathize with a perspective you otherwise would not. But and other types of propaganda do it by showing you the shit that generally you don't get to see or to give you that perspective. The stuff that is usually underreported or stifled Mm -hmm. by the 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 dominant power systems. Um, So, yeah, capitalist propaganda has given all of us a specific perspective that when we watch these things like reality shows, we're not dissecting it in this, in this mm-hmm. way. We're not holding this critical lens to it going, why are these people even on the show to begin with if they're not yeah. enjoying themselves, if they're suffering through yeah. this show?
0: It's like, because it's not fun to consume the media like that, right? Like, a big part of becoming a communist or, like, thinking about things through a Marxist lens is realizing that, like, a lot of things that you consumed as a neoliberal or as a Republican really aren't that fucking good.
1: Everything's ruined.
0: Everything. Yeah. ruined. Yeah, no, that is something when I really, like, started radicalizing, I was like, I can't listen to music because they all talk about being rich. I can't watch TV because it's all fucking fake. And, like, even just a few days ago, I was binge-watching Ozark and I was watching it, and I was loving it, and then all of a sudden it clicked. I was like, "Wait a minute! This can't be in our reality because the cops don't care about dr- like big, huge drug m- like mobs that have billions and trillions of dollars to literally have their own like tiny militias. Like the FBI doesn't care about that. Actually, like this doesn't make sense because the police are never actually trying to find the people that are distributing the drugs. They just did do- like." arrest the low-level dealer so really what i'm saying though is like everything is ruined everything you consume is like ah this doesn't make sense because capitalism
1: yeah and it's just like i also think that it's ruined because in a lot of ways media the entertainment media tv shows and and that are are they tell the story through the perspective of the the neoliberal the 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 capitalist and it's just like that that is not something i can empathize with or want to empathize with and it makes me mad because um i like i know how people are going to perceive the show i know when people Mm -hmm. watch it how they're going to perceive this character and that character because of the the perception that 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 the show gives you
0: you know? Yeah. and so I the, understand what you're saying.
1: Yeah. I, hopefully, hopefully you guys do. I'm using a lot of the same word to mean different. I don't know. <laughs> I'm
0: trying. The, it made sense. Like <laughs> they're getting a neoliberal perspective because that's what the show is meant to give you.
1: Yeah. So it's like um, it's, it's kind of it dictates what you assume to be good and bad based off of because your perspective is I don't know, like the, the person in the group chat who, like, that video that uh, they sent uh, in the group chat where he was like, communism is bad for free enterprise and the free market. And he says it like everyone should be aghast because how yeah. dare you impede on the free market because that is the perspective that you're given, especially in the United States, yeah. of the free market is the best shit in the fucking world and don't you question oh, yeah. it. So, so anything that impedes... Um, economic growth, endless economic growth in the free market is bad, bad. So then, so then you look at everything through that perspective and, and uh, it's just, that's like the same perspective that, that these shows like Western made like Western media um, generally wants the viewer to have.
0: Absolutely. I like um, I was talking to my friend, Sarah and she mentioned, she just texted me and she's like, I'm upset because TV shows and movies always just for no reason show uh, like sexual assault scenes really graphically. And she like kind of went into detail and I responded and I was like, Yeah, it's disgusting. Like, I agree with you. It's not necessary, but it makes complete and entire sense because most film and TV. Is produced by white men, so mm-hmm. the lens of media we are receiving is through the lens of a white man who obviously is brutalizing women in his worldview. So much so that he thinks we want to see the brutalization, which typically is not the case. Who wants to watch a movie where there's a violent rape scene? Uh, not why? even
1: just that. Like, I mean, yeah, I fucking like, I fucking hate those. Um, I don't enjoy watching those. Movies, but just like the gratuitous violence, like and just in horror films in general, the gratuitous violence perpetrated against especially women in, like slasher women. movies and stuff. Yeah. I've I've stopped a movie in its tracks. I was like, I'm done. Fuck, I'm done watching this because of just like I'm just I'm sick of seeing it, bro. Like I just it's mm-hmm. just ad nauseum at this point, and it's just like oh because you're gonna brutally kill the woman. Oh you're gonna brutally kill the woman. Oh you're gonna rape and ki- brutally yeah. kill the woman. Like cool.
0: <laughs> it's like. It's, again, like, horror is always produced by white men, so we get it through the lens of a white man. Like, wh- horror to me, when I imagine it in my head, is never, like, gruesome brutalization of women because I like to come up with stories, too, and sometimes they're, like, horror in nature, but it never starts out with, like, there's this man wanting to kill this woman, which is every horror movie that's, like, ever and it's existed. It's always,
1: like, killing women and like... Like a viciously sexual way. Yep. Or like a humiliating way. It's just. It's just I'm over it. I don't want to watch it. <laughs> but that's not even the topic that we're supposed to be fucking talking about or talking about. But reality. that kind of
0: like. That kind of brings me, though, a little bit to, like, um, the aspect of competition reality when it comes to romantic TV shows. So I don't, I didn't really watch The Bachelor, but I lived with my family members at a time where they were very consumed in The Bachelor. They really liked it, my cousin and my aunt. And so I would sit with them while they were watching it, and I saw, like, a few episodes. I wasn't a communist then, but reflecting back on it now, I am appalled. (laughs) The concept of competing for a romantic love is so weird. It's almost like it's worse to me than money because of just how disconnected we are. We're like you're literally seeing other people as competition for somebody to like marry you at the end of the show and that is so bizarre to me. I could never. I could never.
1: Uh yeah, absolutely not. I would be so disinterested. I'll pass. I am I am so not one to compete, uh for like relationship no. sort of things. I if want I'm, you like, to
0: fawn at me. Yeah.
1: I am like, oh, you if it, I'm like I just don't. I don't care. I'm I'm out. Like I just I bet it's not <laughs> something I would ever fucking do. Like No. In, in in my in like my life, if I just have never I've never chased after oh, like me. Fuck no. you. No. <laughs> I couldn't. No, it's like just, I but I do watch the romantic uh, Love Island. is my Is my fucking foul,
0: foul of you. <laughs> I've never seen it. It's uh,
1: it's a UK based show.
0: Yeah. So um, I do know that
1: most of the people are from like Scotland or Ireland or uh, somewhere in the UK, Wales. Wales. Um, yeah. So I think if I don't think I would be as able to watch like this type of show if it was american because oh, it's yeah. just it's just different it's it it's not america i feel like u.s like reality shows like that are definitely just like uh f- drunk 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 fuck 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 kind of like fucking crazy what like it's just i don't know or fight it really like, the bachelor like, is not like up, that fuck and fight that's, that's, like, reality shows.
0: See, The United Bachelor States. is not like that at all. Because they only get to fuck, like, two people at the end. <laughs> so, like, there's no fucking. And I told you about, there's this romantic reality TV show on Netflix right now where the whole rule is that they're not allowed oh, to, like, kiss or I watched touch the first at all. Of that.
1: I watched the first season of that. You did? Yeah. And then I went to watch the second season, and I was just like, no. I This is I ridiculous. I can't. No, but Love Island, I think I just watch it because it's, like, the escapism, I think. Just, like,
0: mm. they,
1: it's just, like, a nice... It's just always, like, nice every day. And I think they're in, like, Italy on a, <laughs> in a villa. Uh-huh. And they and yeah. I just, like, like to look at the scenery.
0: And I get uh,
1: it. And British... I like, mean, I'm
0: not shaming you. You don't have to over-explain it because we both watch this shit, so...
1: I'm just saying, it's funny. And it's fun uh, for me to watch humans behave. Yeah. It's entertaining. Yeah. Not entertaining, but it's just like, I like to analyze it. I don't know. I sound like a fucking serial killer to say that, but like, it's just it's just interesting to analyze people's behavior which like it, you can't even really do accurately on reality tv shows because it's all no. like edited to be a specific way and, and they're
0: definitely not being like as authentic as they could be they're being on they're on tv
1: yeah they know they're on tv i
0: i just like can't with romantic reality tv i really can't invest in it because it It makes me feel so uncomfortable. I don't know. Like, if you watch my TikTok, you know a lot of what my content is. is like, about, you know, the nuclear family and, like, how love exists under capitalism and, like, how we build relationships under capitalism and how that impacts you and your mental health. So, like, watching people just compete and, like, the lens of, like, literally being recorded while you're trying to build these, like, very deep romantic relationships is, like so disheartening for me i don't know it just like shows such like a disconnection emotionally from one another that like this is something that we even like to consume
1: i guess yeah i've watched shows like it's i guess they're not really competition but it's like married at first sight sort of thing oh yeah and it's like the yeah and it's just like I think those shows really, really show um, how much people step over each other's boundaries in -hmm. relationships and like think that that's the way that it should be when it's like toxic as fuck. (laughs) It's just it's it's, I mean,
0: like even in 90 Day Fiancé, which is not. Oh, my God. (laughs) Fucking 90 um, Day Fiancé. I can't remember their names. Um Oh no, it's the blonde woman and she goes to the gym with her boyfriend and he, she's working out and she's like, I can't do this. And he's like, don't be lazy. (laughs) Like they're just like, he calls her fat all the time. He tells her she's lazy all the time and she just puts up with it. And it's like. That show alone will show you like what abusive relationships look like in all different kinds of ways. Like it's just red flag, red flag, red flag, oh all my of God, their yeah. relationships. It's just like unhealthy. Super enough. racist, by the way. But oh my God, that's so racist. The, point.
1: the way that like every single person is like they just want their green card. It's like, shut the fuck up. The United their States their whole got that green. <laughs> family
0: every time. No, it's so ridiculous to me because these people will be like, I'm so sad, I'm leaving my family. And then the editors, I feel like sometimes will do it exactly that and feed into the racist stereotype of like ooh, let me edit it and film it in a way where they really it looks like they only came here to come to america where most of these people are super isolated when they come here too because they can't work they don't have any friends and their partner still has to go to work (laughs) so
1: they're like yeah just staying with a bunch of strangers in a country that's unfamiliar it's not fun (laughs) but like i remember one guy and he came from spain i think uh-huh. And they're like, Oh well we just wanna make sure you're not just in it for the citizenship or whatever and the dude like looked straight at them and was like, Bro, I'm from Spain Like, um, <laughs> it's nice there <laughs> like, just, just the, and that but that's so, like that's the delusion that a lot of the people mm-hmm. in the United States, they literally think that our country everywhere else is, is like a shithole. Yeah, like um, I had a family member tell me that they if th- that w- we should be happy with our constitution because other uh, that we're one of the few countries that has a constitution that allows freedom. Oh, jeez. And I'm just like, oh no, <laughs> that is not true. Um, that that is. <laughs> also something that, but, but that's but that's what you grow up learning hearing in, in school because yeah. I, I remember think very vividly just being terrified to leave the United States because I thought everywhere I literally thought everywhere else like did just had no democracy at all that the United States was the only <laughs> place with democracy
0: oh, I don't know
1: like uh, probably up until high school I mean I would say probably even in high school I thought still that um,
0: no democracy anywhere else (laughs) i mean yeah but like that just goes to show how really disillusioned we are in the u.s and how poor our education system is and on purpose though like the education system is not bad because it has to be bad because capitalism has bountiful money to invest into things it just decides not to but regardless of that like we are propagated on purpose like we are misinformed and uneducated on purpose on and purpose. if you don't have people like if <clears throat> if you don't have adults around you when you are growing up that like teach you to think critically and if you are not privileged enough to get a higher education where you have to take classes where they literally teach you what critical thinking is you just never learn that and so you're a 50 year old walking around like America's the only place with democracy well because you think about it
1: uh, a lot of a lot of these people especially like Gen X or boomers um, they haven't done any research on anything since high school probably like they'll literally tell me read a history textbook it's like that, have you literally not read anything other
0: than textbooks in school Well and not to mention boomers like a lot of them didn't really have access to computers in high school. And if they'd never like technologically advanced in their own terms of like using a phone or whatever, where are you getting your news from? Fucking Fox and you're going to tell me to read a book? Like get over it. That is the most, oh my God, that is the most
1: frustrating. Because one of my biggest pet peeves is when somebody I know for a fact is fucking wrong. I know when they're wrong. They are wrong and they believe with every inch of their body that they're right and it just drives me nuts actually i don't know if yeah. they actually believe that they're right or not uh, i find it hard to believe that they would believe that they're right but they they've gotta with how much they double down mm-hmm. but it's just it makes me so furious when they're like read a book and i'm just like okay i have read several when how many is enough Because I have a feeling, all of these people that that demand that I be be published, demand that I have a Mm -hmm. master's or doctorate degree in every single Mm -hmm. thing that I talk about, I want them to show me any of their credentials. Not because I give a fuck, but because why are you asking me for mine? If I'm – all of these people that tell – you don't know what the fuck you're talking about, about economics, blah, blah, blah. Where's your economics degree? Are you just Mm -hmm. a man with way too much confidence? Because I feel like you might just Mm -hmm. be a man with way too much confidence.
0: (laughs) Well, and here's the thing. Like, I don't know. I I have tried in every way possible to deconstruct all the classist bullshit that I have been taught to regurgitate in my life. And one of those things is having a degree somehow makes you better – or more knowledgeable to a point where you are just correct in everything. Yeah. And, like, people act that way a lot. And it's not... No, like, I don't care if somebody with a PhD is telling you that communism is bad. Because I know that that doesn't make any fucking sense. And I don't care. Like, I don't care what their credentials and are. And that, prob- if that person's
1: probably uh, Jordan Peterson. <laughs> <Sorry>.
0: <laughs> no, literally. <laughs> literally. Well, that's the thing, too, is... I've realized, because I went to college for a short period of time, but I had to do a lot of research because I was in a philosophy degree. Mm -hmm. And what I found from most, uh, like, peer-reviewed articles and documents that have been published is, when they were talking about politics, most of them were fucking (laughs) anti-capitalist.
1: Yeah. um, That's what I always thought, too. Like, um, when, when I was going through my journey through the political spectrum, I, I did notice that a lot of the people who tended to have had exposure to higher levels of education were leftists, or more left-leaning, or more, more so anti-capitalist, and their reasoning to back up their opinions was based, rooted in a lot more empirical evidence um, yeah, whereas the basis for a lot of right-wing and pro-capitalism opinions is rooted in idealism kind of oh in, yeah in in fun fun sayings like you can't appreciate the good without the bad like that really <laughs> don't fucking mean anything but it's just like the thing that you say because it, it helps it, 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 it excuses capitalism because you can't like once you start to break it down, you're like, oh, this is this is inherently exploitative <laughs> because the people that literally, no, literally look me in the eye and tell me that the boss taking the largest portion of the value of the laborers, whatever they're creating, isn't exploitation. I'm like, <laughs> you're looking me in the eyes. It's like you're spitting in my face <laughs> saying that because how can you say that?
0: it's no it's gaslight gatekeep girl boss like that is what they're doing because it's not true like literally the way i became a communist is by getting the simple definition of what is capitalism what is communism and the moment i had the definition of capitalism i was like damn this sounds fucked up and then i learned what communism was and i was like wait a minute it is fucked up. Capitalism is fucked up. Because, like, and
1: all of the time, too, like people when they defend capitalism, they'll be like, "Oh yeah, it's fucked up, but it, you know, it's better than it's better than communism." Why? Like, well, no, it's not. It's not. Who it's told just, you that? It's just yeah. It's, <laughs> like, why do you believe that? And it's like you can't even you can't even look up at the system of capitalism and be like, "This is a great system that is super awesome." And like the people that are literally still peddling the. You get rewarded for the work you put in are delusional, (laughs) delusional, delusional. have not been participating in society, in in reality for a long time or um, have never left their
0: bubble. So, you know, I'm a Marxist-Leninist, but Mao was not wrong in that, um, like, the West. I I get worried that Mao was not wrong, that... We in the West basically are a lost cause because there are too many of us that have, like, such a level of privilege that we do not have to think about the world like this, I guess. But, like, I don't even think it's so much privilege, but it's so much that we are propagated in every way, at school, at work, like, from the moment you're born, the way you're socialized, it's all capitalist, white supremacist propaganda here in the West at any given moment. So, you like, it, to... it does sincerely worry me about, like, an actual organized front for leftists.
1: You have to actively... deprogram... Like, it sounds, it sounds like, so, like, sci-fi to say deprogram... But you, a- you have to actively think about your opinions that you formed about things throughout your life and, and and go back to where did this opinion originally come from? What, what was my perspective at the time? So it is a lifelong process of you have to be always conscious of, of your opinions and where they stem from unpacking that. And that's hard work and it's uncomfortable and it's not fun. Mm-hmm. And so, oh. yeah, but I but I also, <clears throat> I feel like that would be work that would need to be done for like my generation, like millennials, uh, Gen X, like, oh, but I feel like this the material reality, the material conditions that like, Millennial, younger millennials mo, uh, more so and like gen z are growing up in it's it's making it so that you can that the united states can no longer have that veneer to to fool people oh, yeah into thinking this is working this is great this is awesome there's You're there's right. no there would be no good days for uh, spe- millennials especially gen z to ever look back on to say this ever worked so yeah. there's i think they're starting from a place of this is not working. Uh, we need to develop something different. Um, yeah. So I feel like we are definitely living in a time in a momentous time in history where um,
0: the Tension. the
1: incremental or lack of incremental change is leading to where you have to make big change, and that's what's going to happen. And it's because again. The, the the material reality that we've that we find ourselves in now um, makes it hard for you to get people to not believe what they're experiencing mm-hmm. because they learned that like it's hard to peddle a lie when people are um, actively experiencing the opposite, contrary to that.
0: Oh yeah, I mean that's why like it's so hilarious to me because. They could keep, the capitalists, when I say they, they could keep capitalism, like begrudgingly working for a lot longer without this tension rising, if they just slapped a few more fucking band-aids on it, just some more social networks, some more safety programs. But they refuse. They, they won't, won't yeah. even give us the crumbs. They're they and are, so they nailing are their causing their this shut. tension. Oh yeah. Like the the what's the saying? They're gonna sell us the rope whatever. You to know, hang themselves uh, with. They're selling us to
1: rope the rope to hang themselves with is what they're doing
0: Yes. Because the more yeah. desperate you make
1: say the labor class the the more we literally don't have anything to lose yes the the tastier you start looking rich baby boys and girls and yes
0: and And (laughs) to that i also like i feel that very strongly about young the gin like i think gen z is gonna have the least amount of children of any generation so far because we literally can't afford it and they're all nihilists Absolutely. <laughs> yes. And like very quickly falling into eco-fascism oh because we all God. think the world's going to end tomorrow. Yeah. But but that's besides the point. I was going to say that Gen Z, like we, as somebody who doesn't have a kid, I really don't have anything to lose. There's nobody to predecess me to like, I have to worry about. I don't have any child to worry about. I have nothing to lose. in That's this. like, I have thing. all skin in the game. Yeah.
1: That's the only thing. I was way more buck wild i think about it um before i had my kid because now i feel a sense of like obligation because mm-hmm. like my i felt my only sense of obligation was to like uh, whatever i could do to get the ball rolling in revolution to toward revolution whether that be in my lifetime or not but now i also feel a sense of duty to this other human being that i decided yeah. to create and decided to put on this planet so now they're a sentient being who can think yeah. and feel. So I feel like my responsibility is also to that. Because, like, how would it impact? Because um, I live really close to uh, where the whole Kyle Rittenhouse thing happened. And the the um, Chris Huber, I believe, was his name? Was it that? Or I forgot. The, the man who was killed who had the skateboard. But he... I his, don't know he had a, a a partner and a child i think a daughter this about the same age as mine um and like that that kids growing up without a parent now
0: mhm
1: and not only that but that kid is going to have to see people joking about it which oh, yeah. is like disgust. it breaks my heart every time because like i just I, i'm so familiar with like the area and the people and it's just like and just like the just,
0: it's disgusting to me. But like, I mean, like, my dad was murdered. Um, oh, people are gonna start googling that right now. But my father was murdered, and there was um, like people commenting on the news reports, like, "Oh, he deserved it," and this, like, and yeah, reading it's that is—it's a small amount. Like, it's a small town, small news, so. Like, my heart hurts thinking about that on, like, a, a national level of people, like, supporting the murderer, thinking that your father deserved to die. Like, it's no, yeah. that's a kind of pain that nobody deserves to go through when they're trying to grieve. Yeah, so <laughs> I just think,
1: like, I think of, um, I think of my, like, responsibility. I, I, I don't know, is it now more so to this human? But it's also, like... My responsibility to this human is also the same as the responsibility toward revolutionary action to ensure a habitable planet for my child in the future and other people's children because I don't just care about just my kid. Like a lot of people think is like normal to do. Everyone's like, oh, yeah, to no, only if...
0: care about your kid? Yeah, yeah. I remember
1: uh, someone made the comment. Um, well, you know, if they don't work for it, then like, you know, the humanitarian capitalists that are just like, you know, if, if they're homeless, let them starve. It's fine. And I was just um, I was being facetious. And I said, oh, you know what? Um, I do, I, 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 you're right. I should just eat the meal that I made for my kid because they did nothing. My kid did <laughs> nothing to earn this <laughs> meal. And they told me, well, that's your responsibility because you're their parent. And I said, says who? Says who? <laughs> so seriously so i have to do that and then i say and then they were like saying i'm like oh so i have to feed my kid but so i'm evil if i let my child die but i'm not evil if i let another child starve to death yep and they're just like straight mm. up like no it's fine because it's the other person's responsibility shut the fuck up
0: uh, this no. is i hate individualism so much like yes <laughs> i don't know i just like I have this innate feeling about every child I meet. I know it sounds crazy. Maybe, like, if your parent died, I'd be more than happy to try and do the things I could to take care of it. Because it's – no child in this world deserves to suffer because their parents could not provide. It's yeah, a big reason it's, why I hate adoption. And, like, it's just – we have to have a collective mindset about raising children. We just yeah, have pe- to.
1: People will be so um... – shit. My mind went – sparkles uh raising children uh, oh um they'll just skip to like eugenics and instead of instead of thinking hey maybe we could give families more resources so that they could better raise their children they're just go they jump to poor people shouldn't have kids because people are every time because people don't think critically people literally believe that that poverty is natural that, that that people are just yeah. gonna that forever there's going to be rich and poor. People literally say like that's just the way that it's always going to be. No, <laughs> poverty no. is is a, is a creation. Poverty yep. is relative. So so you yes. can't have poverty without having that ex, that extreme wealth. Um, exactly. And and it's it's a tool. It's it's useful. Poverty is useful to get people to continuously power a machine. That, and they're not really benefiting from it, um, except for, you know, the owners, the, those few people who who exactly. keep everybody powering it. But I feel like we've definitely gotten a little awkward. <laughs> of, I was about
0: off. to try and relate it back to the reality. I was like, and that's why we need competition reality TV shows. Well, yeah, Oops. and that's like part
1: of that's, again, um, capitalism perpetuating itself and also profiting off of... It's just, like, it profits off of the problems it creates. It creates time, a problem yeah. and then finds a way to profit off of it.
0: Yes. It's so fucking fucked. Oh, man. I'm, like, mad about it. Like, I'm, I get angry. And when we talk about it in certain ways because it's – I don't know. I'm upset about it. Like, I just hate the – The fact that it literally, like, capitalism literally creates the addiction to cigarettes and then sells you the fucking patch so that you'll get off the fucking cigarettes that they sold you in the fucking first place. It's bullshit. And they do that in, like, so many subtle ways in our lives. Not even with just cigarettes and coffee and caffeine, whatever. Like, there's so many subtle ways that we just... They create the problem and then create the fix to the problem that we, as working class people, suffer from... Predominantly, which
1: then further creates dependence on them, on the capitalists. See, that's why, that's why. um, If if you look at if if you ever see the United States offering quote unquote aid to other countries, fuck it, it's not aid. It's it's another. It's just a guise for the expansion of the free market because Mm -hmm. we're only ever willing to offer aid. "Quote unquote" in a way that is going to greatly benefit the United States. That's why I don't like the idea of charity. Like charity, oh, work, Um No, fuck for, charity. Like, like, uh, like. Oh, Bill Gates donates this amount of money. Blah blah Boo, blah. And it's tomato. Like, one, tomato. know it's like barely a fraction of how much money this motherfucker has. And two. Yep. So now you're. So now it's like. It, it, it's kind of like the, this savior complex of I'm going to help you in the way that I think that you need help. And the way that I see fit. And generally the way that I see fit is a way that can also get me profit. So <laughs> it's... it's it, it, capitalism operates based off of b- dishonesty. Yeah. Uh, off of... Um, just kind of like cloaking... Every every action to make it seem not awful because you kind of, you have to you have to twist yeah. it
0: to make it seem not awful. I like, mean, like, there's nothing that looks good anymore. Sorry, go ahead.
1: Like, what what other how can you paint in a good light uh, a system that under that system you've come up with with competition shows or game shows that are literally like pay off your student loans or like. Who's going to eat roaches so that they can be financially secure? (laughs) Or, like, Survivor. Like, who's going to starve to death
0: on an island and shit in a hole for several weeks? Or who's going to cook under, like, super strenuous conditions for the next three months so they can open the restaurant they've literally been dying to open since their grandma wanted to open it when their grandma was a kid?
1: And then most of those people, if like they even try to open a restaurant, they're gonna fucking fail immediately because every time. Because capitalism in a doesn't is not the
0: same as cooking at home. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no. But like it's just like I don't know. There's new businesses don't can't exist anyway most of the time. Like especially small businesses, they just get eaten up by the big capitalist umbrella. But that's besides the point. Like just kinda I guess going back to the point, like it's it's just so bizarre watching people compete for money and it it definitely changes when you're like a marxist or communist watching it, it this way it's like different
1: so different and no offense to anybody in the audience but i always hope that the white man loses i'm sorry like if there's ever if like if there's a if there's a black woman competing i'm like yeah, I hope you win. I want black woman Every to win, one hundred percent. I want you Every to time. win behind you. And then if yes. there isn't like a black woman, then it's just like uh, the next like person of color that because or like um, the person who is like living in poverty or something. Like mm-hmm. I'm just like get the fuck out of here with your dumb <clears throat> rich white man face.
0: I don't want you to win yes. at all.
1: And, and generally, it's funny because those are also the
0: contestants
1: that are like way too overly confident.
0: Every time. Yeah. I That's honestly a big reason why I can't watch The Bachelor is because that's the only reality TV show where when you're meeting the contestants, very rarely do you sense that, like, oh, these people are in poverty because you don't win any money when None you're on there. None of them are. There. None of those people on that no, show are they, in poverty. No, they're, like, they either have really vague job titles, which to me just sound like you don't work and your parents pay for your life and you don't want to say unemployed, so you made something up. Or they're, like, rns traveling nurses so okay you made a hundred million dollars in the last two weeks yeah of course you were able to come on the bachelor yeah
1: i've yeah i i actually have someone that i know that i think tried out for the bachelor and they're very much so the type of person that um their parents pay for like
0: everything See, my cousin, we always talk about how she should audition because she I was trying to telling you how I'm a theater kid. She's theater kid to the max. And so we're always like, oh, you should audition because you could just like acting and literally acting. win the whole thing. Like she could absolutely just win the whole thing, just acting. Or they would all hate her because that happens a lot when you're a beautiful woman and, you- and internalized misogyny.
1: How much of that show is even actually real though? I feel like The Bachelor has to a be A lot like, of them seem like like notoriously staged. No. Or
0: no, like I honestly think it's pretty real. Like the the whole like these are random people thing. I think it's pretty legit, honestly, but I don't know.
1: I just cannot see the appeal. It, like it getting to know us sh- like and then there's like cameras there and then you know that like this person that you're that it's like All you're falling in love with them, but they're also falling in love with like seven other people, which is like I guess fine, but it's like it's the idea that it's supposed to be monogamous and not polyamorous that kind of makes it weird.
0: Yes, well, and like especially on The Bachelor, there's a lot of misogyny. You can like tell they keep them drunk, and I honestly think the contestants purposefully are on un- like they stay underfed because they want to appear thin on the camera like that's a very common theme with all the contestants too they're all very thin they and always- so i think they literally don't eat and just stay drunk the whole time they film
1: that's like every fucking reality tv show that's like a lifestyle reality show like that that, that it's like you kind of just like watching people do shit. um that yeah. like not competition i feel like they don't f- they like keep it really hot so that they're not always, eat. so they're they not wearing a lot of clothes. Them. They yep. um, don't feed that, like, they can't eat, like, whatever they want to. And they mm-hmm. just booze, 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 booze. Just, yep. like, pump Constantly. alcohol in on them.
0: Yes. See, because that's the thing, like, I don't know. I could be misremembering The Bachelor, but, like, they were drunk. But that show tries to represent, like, the classy white mom wine drunk. Like, oh, I'm definitely fucked up, but, like, I can handle it. Kind of drunk. Yeah, like, yeah, you're not Like, mimosas yeah so the there you know they're plastered but it feels like they're also doing coke so like the drunk is leveled out or something
1: they white women probably are definitely doing coke it's called God white girl it. for a reason <laughs> called white girl for a reason
0: <laughs> oh an hour of not even competition reality tv like i don't even know what the title this because we just veered off for like a whole 40 minutes.
1: I mean, we could just like have fun with the title. and just be like... Uh, com- Something. Marxist Analysis of Competition Reality TV and other things. like this. And whatever, wh- wherever the ADHD brought us this time. I'll
0: just title it, We Hate Jordan Peterson. Because I think we have <laughs> definitively mentioned jordan peterson in in every every single episode big old jp i really hope he listens he would think we were obsessed motherfucker
1: (laughs) lives rent free in my brain i will admit that (laughs) because i hate him so because i not so much i don't think i hate jordan peterson as much as i hate his fucking fans just like joe rogan fans like i don't think (laughs) i hate joe rogan as much as i hate joe rogan fans his fans because like the, I feel, All of Jordan Peterson's fans are fucking misogynists. So, Every so right away, they're always like, well, he's a doctorate. And what the fuck do you know? You only have your bachelor... There are so many men that... Co- it's always men that come into my comments that are just like, oh, you have the easiest degree. It's just a bachelor's degree. You think you know everything. <laughs> and I'm like, um, no, I don't... I don't think... Why do people... I'm literally just typing the things that I know. And they're like, you think you know everything. And I'm like, I can't help (laughs) it when I do know a lot of things. (laughs) Do you want me to pretend (laughs) like I know less things?
0: (laughs) No. They want you to pretend that you know less things, honestly. That's really what it is.
1: They want me to sound less sure of myself. Every time. Because I think it's my tone that bothers people.
0: Yeah, I don't know. Sometimes you and I are just, like, talking and voice memos. And I have to literally, like, remind myself that I have borderline and your tone is fine. But it's definitely, like, a little more just, like, um, flippant. Like, you are not thinking about your tone, I guess. I don't know. Just talking. Never. And so sometimes we will be talking and then I'll be, like, reading into your tone, like, is she mad now? No. And I'd be like, no, 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 don't even. Don't no. ever think about Kayla's tone because she's never using it as like a, a tool ever. Ever,
1: <laughs> ever. Please, anyone, anyone listening to this, never listen to my tone. Things will come up. Like sometimes I will notice that it came out in a, in, and it sounded different. Because like sometimes I feel like I can't say things, unless I'm excited, I can't say things loud without sounding pissed off. Mm. Like when people are like speak up and then I'll, and then I'll like in my head, I'm like, I know when I go to say this, it's going to sound angry. Like I, like I'm angry that they're making me repeat myself and I'm just trying to be louder be and louder. I, and I don't know how to do it. Mm. So yes, please, please never read into my tone, please. I, I will always give everybody like the, just like be aware. Um, I have ADHD. I don't understand my tone and I do not pick up hints. If if you're dropping hints, they're going to stay on the fucking ground. Because I didn't see them. I don't see them. I don't know. I don't know that they're there. (laughs) Please be straightforward with me. Talk to me like I'm five.
0: (laughs) See, I need straightforwardness because I just... I read into things too much. Like my borderline, like a big symptom is paranoia that the people around me are out to get me or they don't feel the way they they say they feel about me. So I won't even try to read into tone, but I feel like somebody's tone changed and now I'm like, all right, what did I do? Why did they hate me? Let me replay this and <laughs> think about it. Me? It's so stupid. So then with you, especially like, it's really not you. Like it's, you just really like your tone, whatever, you know, like you don't watch it. But I feel like sometimes the people around me are super cautious about it because they know I'm like, <gasps> it's so stupid. I hate it. I don't want people to make accommodations like that to me because it's my job to be like not dramatic about everything. That's why
1: I think people just need to be more straightforward with this shit. Like, hey, this is the way that I am. This is the way that I perceive things. And then be like, cool, yep. this is the way that I am. And this is the way that I perceive things. Because then I f- it just builds a lot, a lot better of an understanding.
0: Oh, yeah. Well, because, because I've told you this, like, I knew if your tone to me was coming off as, like, too brash, I could literally just be like, Kayla, like, I know you're not mean to, but, like, you're hurting my feelings right yeah. now. And you would be like, oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah. Like, oh I God. didn't mean to.
1: Yes, 100%. I- but if
0: we didn't have conversations like this, I would never feel comfortable enough to be like, why is she talking to me like that? So then I would just start getting aggressive towards you, and then you'd probably be like, why is she being like that? And we would both just be like, what is happening? Except for I would just be like, Hey, are you
1: mad? Like, I need that. I Because, like, I think it's also driven by anxiety that I need, like, mm. definitive. I need to know what you th- the answer. Yeah. I can't, you can't leave room for me to, like, come to my own conclusions. You don't want that. it'll be you the don't worst. don't want that.
0: Because, Same. yes, like, it goes
1: very negative.
0: Every time. Yeah. Anyway, we have to end this. We have to, like, slowly oh, segue yeah. out.
1: Well, yeah, I guess. They can get a little
0: bit extra of us since we were gone for so yeah, long. Yeah, th- we You're, were gone for a while. We your just commie mommies are
1: back. Don't worry. Uh,
0: don't worry. I was going to say suck a little teat, but that's... Just <sighs> I, I feel like
1: that <laughs> considering that we know that most of our audience are male, that, that just...
0: <sighs> You're banned. No tits for yeah. the men,
1: because <laughs> I feel like they want it too much. They want it too much. I, I, it's they just not it. fun. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, we should probably segue out. Uh, um, we well, comrades,
0: we did it. We talked about competition reality TV.
1: Send us an email.
0: Oh, send us an email. If somebody doesn't email us, I'm de- deactivating the email. Manic commie dream girls at gmail.com god damn it and if you want to like be a guest please send us an email Uh, we want to have you
1: on we want to have conversations we want to have fresh input and opinions to yeah
0: seriously platform